Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. But I would say the most important things, whether you do a streaming exclusive thing or not, is keeping your masters and your publishing. Because those are the type of things, that's your IP, your intellectual property, that when you die, your kids and your wife will have. And that, and that shit is, it can't even be appraised. Like that shit is limitless in terms of the money that it can make. Your imagery, all that stuff gets signed away in 360 deals. And you don't even know that. You think you're signing for an album or something. You're signing away your likeness. You're signing away your merch opportunities. You're signing away so many different things. Welcome to another episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. My name is Lewis. And my name is Pedro. Welcome, welcome. Independent music, major labels, choices, choices, choices. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where that wasn't that wasn't a choice. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was your 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 job was to get signed. That's by right. Label. Do your demo, shop your demo, get signed to a major. Yeah, and now that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Yeah. And there's Grammys to prove that. Right. There's Grammys to prove that. There's album sales. That's that's the key. Yeah. Grammy sure. Grammy ain't gonna help me eat, but you know <laughs> but you know, and this this is a podcast that we wanted to touch up on these kinds of topics because if you are an independent artist out there or you are a fan of artists and you're like, How come they get to do one person gets to do one thing right. and one doesn't, or why does this person keep getting pushed on the radio when I know that X is probably doing better or I like that album better. Right, exactly. That all ties in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and that's that's important. We're going to talk about like the two sides of the spectrum. Right. You know, there's well I, I think we should start with the the a person on a label because that's kind of how it used to be. Right. And when we say label we're talking, you know, we're talking major label, right? We're yeah, talking major the RCAs label. and MCAs and, and Arista you know, Records, yeah, yeah. I mean I don't even know. Is Warner Brothers still around? Like, I mean, <laughs> but basically, a label that has some sort of prominence, right. you know, they usually play around with not boutique labels. So, right. you know, but, uh, you know, like Gene Unit Records, come on. That's not really, that's just part of a bigger, you know, deal. Right. But, I think they call that uh, major indie or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a piece to that. Right. But you, what we mean is you are signed you signed a record contract. That's Correct. What it is. There you go. <laughs> you got a budget and you got a staff behind you. Yeah, and, and and you know some lawyers were sitting there, and you signed you know away your life in some sense. But Lewis, you you you've been involved in that kind of world. What does that look like if you are signed to a, a major record label? Well, it depends on how you look at it, right? So if you're looking from the outside in. You're thinking you're handcuffed, you're you're limited, you are being controlled, you're a puppet. Um, and, you know, the label says and makes the decisions because they're spending the money and they tell you what to release, how to release, what it look like. Right. So that I think that's considered the old model. Right. Right. So there, there's a newer model. Right. If you're signed to a major and you're that good, you know, you have you have an audience, you have a pool and your songs are charting and and uh, you have followers, um, you have some influence. And when you do a deal like that, you know, let's say you're uh, Ariana Grande, for example. She's a great example of, of an artist who 
seems like from the outside in has real control over her career. Right. And that's evident by what she's been doing lately. Yeah, she's been able to make decisions based on what she puts out there. Like she just basically says, I want to try this. I want to do this. The label kind of accepts it because it's making them money. But she's also thinking in her way, I have a little bit more leverage here. Right. You know, social media plays a big part of that. Oh, absolutely. You know, they she she says jump, they're going to say how high. The labels can't really control that too much. But at the same time, she uses social media very well. Right. And that's the difference, I think, between the old model and the new model. Right. So the old model they were labels had departments they had marketing departments they had social media when you know whatever levels of social media was at that time um who made the decisions on on your look on your image that you put out on your post uh you know really control that aspect now in the new model you have artists who control that themselves they have their twitter accounts their ig accounts their facebook accounts they have the following and they can make changes in the industry in the blink of an eye just by a single tweet now here's a question that i have and, and maybe Luis, you know the, the answer to this because they have a lot more control do you think that being on on a on a record label has probably a little bit more to do with access and in other words access to money access to being able to get you know live nation to do your concert mm-hmm. you know access to the right features yeah to yeah. to to pay more for, you know, more features, better producing team to be able to record a ton of songs because the budget is whatever. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I think most major labels these days are signing 360 deals. Now, right. now for those who are not as smart as, as you are, including <laughs> myself, what is a 360 deal? 360, basically 360 means all the way around, right? So a full circle. 360 deals include... Um, your merchandising includes performance for shows, includes retail sales, um, includes any bookings, any social media bookings. So kind of both hands, both the artist and the record label have both their hands in the pot, right? All income that comes in surrounding this artist related to their music, everyone gets a piece of it. So there's more in it for a label at this point as well as an artist. So when you're all in, everyone's kind of working on the same goal, working in the same direction. And that's 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 kind of why we see Ariana Grande having more control over what she's doing because she has the buy-in um, of, of the label. Now, on a, on a 360 deal or pretty much any major record deal, what about, like, the masters? What happens to the work that you've put in there? Who gets to keep that? Because how does that work? In yeah, that sense? I, from my from my understanding, that that's still traditional. Um, it, it lies with the label, because um, at the at the end of the day, they're exploiting the record. They're the ones um, pushing the record out, paying for the for the production, paying for pressing, and and everything that's involved in that. Um, so it you know it still goes, and and that's why um, artists who who back in the days didn't have three sixty deals, right? If they just released music with the label, the label was only making money from sales of the records. While the artist was touring, they're keeping all that money. You know, if they're doing any 
marketing campaigns or they have any sponsorships, they're keeping that money. So labels kind of got smart with that. They say, mm-hmm, hey, well, mm-hmm. you know, let me get a piece of that pie. That way you feel as an artist more invested in what I'm doing and we're making money together. And that's kind of how they approach it. You know, I think when the, when 360 deals were first introduced, there was a lot of pushback from artists saying, hey, you know, well, well you, want, you want to eat off my plate too? Right, right. Um, but, you know, through time, you you know, and anyone who knows anything about music knows that record sales are not what they used to be, right? So I think that's what really kind of pushed them towards that. Yeah, exactly. So you know, they realized it, and artists realized, you know, this is, you know, I'm gonna get best of both worlds here because I'm gonna get a label who's really invested in me. They're gonna want me to get shows. They're gonna want me to get merchandising deals. So they're gonna do some little extra pushing. So I think at the end of the day, all parties eat. You know. Yeah, and and. I think that for some artists, now that we're going to go through the, kind of the other side of the spectrum, there's there are artists that really they want they want not just the control of kind of their image and what they want to do, but they want control of their music because they feel super invested in their music. Own the masters, yeah. Yeah, not to say that Ariana Grande isn't invested in her music because I don't know her personally, but uh, I'll, I'll just just to give you an idea. Of how many people are involved in in a rec in an Ariana Grande record? Hmm. Like if she won a Grammy and they told all the writers to go up there, there'd be like eight of them. <laughs> that is very true. There'll be like <laughs> f- four producers. You know, I put I pressed one button for a snare. I'm gonna get credit for it. So it was like that part is I don't not really, you know I can't speak for her, but some artists feel comfortable in saying, "Just help me make a hit." I'm a big, you know, I'll be the space. Split that pie into as many pieces as you need, as long as you give me a hit. Yeah, because I know that that pie is millions of dollars. I'm gonna get a chunk. But then, if you have an artist like Chance the Rapper, who is super invested in his music, he feels that his music is part of his soul. Right. Then he doesn't want anybody touching it. Right. No matter what, and he is completely independent. Right. So he's the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, he's the other... He's... I don't know what the opposite of the 360 deal is, but I guess it's like 1,000. I don't know. But (laughs) he is him. Right. And I mean, obviously, he has a team that's going to help him and promote and everything, but he really, from the ground up, he did his own music, his own marketing, everything, his concerts. The part about that that's great is it goes to Chance the Rapper Inc. All of that yes. goes to him and the music itself. Whatever happens to that legacy, he controls. He controls, absolutely. I believe that artists should be able to do whatever they want to do. But I think you should keep your publishing and you should keep your masters. At the end of the day, you should keep those things because those will be very valuable to your kids and to your wife. But if you want to do if you want to do a Sprite commercial, because Sprite is huge. Sprite is huge. Sprite will get you a lot of fans. And Sprite will pay you some money, too, to be in those commercials. Culture if they, if they offer that to you and they're trying to get to the culture, just know, I'm going to still think you're independent, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be there right with you. I'm in your corner. And that is huge. You don't, you don't want to have problems later on when you're not making that cash anymore. You know, you right. can't tour like that or you need a break or God forbid you get hurt or something right, like right. that. Those albums keep selling or they keep playing on the radio or whatever. You're not making that money. Yeah. Look, it's a lot of work on the front end, but huge benefit on the other end. And that that's how they look at it. That's how an independent artist looks at it. You know, let me be the hero of my town. Let me be the most popular rocking 
on my block, you know, in my city. You know, I'll make my money. I'll sell my units. It may not be Ariana Grande level, but soon enough, if you're like a Chance the Rapper, who is a Grammy Award winning hip hop artist, you'll get there. You'll get to that level if you put that work in. Yeah. And we're not saying that one is better than the other. Right. But different paths. If you are not signed, you are independent. That's Correct. basically what it comes down to. So if you put in the work and then, you know, a record label is knocking on your door. This is the time to think about it. Right. Where Now you get to decide where you want to be. It's not one way or the other. It's more about where what do you want to aspire to right. or how do you feel the most comfort. Again, Ariana Grande is a signed artist, which means that the access is huge. But if you look at Chance the Rapper, he has access now. Right. But the work, you still got to put in the work no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, a, that's a journey. That's a journey that if you're... You're willing to take it's uh it it uh, it's rewarding, right? So you you control your music, you you have a direct connection to your fans, you keep your publishing, you keep your writers, you keep your production, whatever you whatever involvement you have in in your artistry, it belongs to you, right? And it is your your legacy, and and you also got to think about as an artist, what do you want? Do you want you know is your goal to be signed to a major label, or is your goal to be the best independent artist in your city? Those are both great goals, you know, not one is better than the other. It just depends on what path you want to take. And if you decide you want to take the indie route, that's a beautiful thing. Just be the best you can in, in your indie music. Um, and, you know, if like like Pedro said, if, if a label, major label comes knocking on your doors, you got to make that decision. I mean, they're going to come knocking on your doors if you have a buzz in your city, if you are the top one in your city, if you have, you know, X amount of of, of listens or streams on your music, if you're setting X amount of units, you, you're going to get that knock on the door. And, you know, if you're a chance to rapper, you're going to say, nah, I'm okay. Right. I'm, I'm good on my own. Or you're going to say, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 take that ride. And, and and not to knock either one, there's artists that are doing well that all want to be independent. I mean, T-Pain just mentioned he was independent. Uh, there was several rappers out there that don't have a label. Uh, you know, you have so many people. I mean, Iggy as Iggy as Azalea. Um, how do you, how do you Iggy say Iggy Azalea? Iggy Azalea. I yeah. I can never say <laughs> Azalea. I, anyway, but Iggy Azalea finally she was begging them to take her off the label. Yeah. I mean, I, I have my opinions on her work, but at the same time, she says that being independent allows her to work on projects that the label wouldn't let her do. Because that's the other part about being part of a label. You'd be like, yo, I want to try this. I want to experiment. Like, oh, 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 oh. that's not going to sell right now, too. Independent allows you to play around more. Right, right. But Yes, I mean, that, that's, I mean, that would be one of the cons of, of being with a major, unless you have the leverage, right? Unless you have a leverage like Ariana Grande. You know, the whole reason why Prince wanted to get out of his, out of his album deal. You know, there are benefits, absolutely. There's money, there's there's push there's staffs a building a floor of staff that they're just focused on you great you know that that is going to get you to the next level but you give up things to get that yeah and there's pros and cons on, on both sides of course you know we do focus on independent artists so i think for us i can the, the idea here is choose where you want to go yeah. and, and really be good at it yeah absolutely all right well that wraps up another episode of musically speaking the podcast thank you for tuning in yeah, don't forget to review, subscribe, and check us out on the website, www.musicallyspeaking.com. All right, till next time.
Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, and our blog. Please subscribe, like, or share with a friend. Till next time.